longtime friends who bonded over one of the biggest forms of entertainment in the 90s have come back together to answer the common question. You still watch wrestling? We're back. Sean and Mike back once again to take you back in time. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, as we come back together, two best buds to answer the common question. You still watch wrestling? Yes, and we're back watching more wrestling. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we had a great Thanksgiving episode watching a previous Survivor Series match. Right. And I think we'll do that every year. We'll go at least one or two episodes before Thanksgiving. We'll show you a Survivor Series match that you missed uh, to go back and relive 20 years of Survivor Series moments. I mean, I'm sure we covered Survivor Series as our show progresses, but it'll be nice to feature a specific match to watch. One of those yeah, it was, it was cool. I thought that was fun. It was fun to watch the Survivor yeah. Series. I haven't seen Bear it in a our, while. Yes, our own tradition. So we're back today, fans, to discuss WrestleMania 28. We already talked about it a couple weeks already with two separate watch-alongs, The Rock and Cena 1, right. and then Undertaker Triple H 2 slash 3. You know, I so think we had, had two three. Yeah. Right. Two yeah. three. So we, we can say three because it's it was three, but the back-to-back matches between the two. So those were in the book. So we covered a large amount of this pay-per-view, but we're going to focus on another key main event as we discuss the pay-per-view in general as a whole. So we'll discuss the rest of the matches and focus on one major match, which includes one of your favorite, if not your favorite wrestler of all time and a wrestler that you want to learn about, that you're going to be intrigued to learn more about. Right. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. So before we get there, remember to follow us socially. Uh, under used to watch wrestling podcast on twitter at sean beckerman and for myself and at msw26 for mike search us for anywhere you find your podcast apple podcast etc spotify and as well as our instagram page used to watch wrestling podcast underscore and also on twitter at still wrestling so that's all out the way so here we go wrestlemania 28 mike headlined of course by the rock and john cena which was so, like, a great match i enjoyed yeah i know your that. thoughts yeah. after watching it so i it, i want your comparison when i'm not sure when we'll watch it coming up we'll be watching it soon rock cena 2 which took place at wrestlemania 29 right. in new york which which i was lucky to to witness but we just, we talked about it before it took this event took place in miami the rock's hometown returning after so long being away from the ring coming back once in a lifetime they called it until really? next year right <laughs> <laughs> right until next year a lifetime twice so the attendance yes right the attendance was 78363 a buy rate of over 1.2 million so there's a big buy wow. rate here watching the rock back in in the squared circle. Uh, like I said, the tagline was once in a lifetime for the whole pay-per-view, but highlighted for Cena Rock. Right. No, two so, huge names. That's you know, that's yeah, that's the draw. You know, you can see by that people buying it, that's that the rock is a big draw. So yeah. yes. Sun Life Stadium. Uh, it was Miami revealed that was revealed as the site of WrestleMania on February 9th of 2000, 2011 by the Miami Herald. Uh, and a press conference as well at the uh, Fontainebleau, Miami Beach. Uh, the event was scheduled to be held April 1st, 2012. Miami Gardens Sun Life Stadium. Uh, the Where's that they stadium? Combined, well, it's, it's, it's not. Is, it's, it, is, it, is it the Hard Rock Cafe or is it? It's near there. I have to. 
I never I, heard I of that. The exact location before. of it. Um, or is it the old Orange Bowl? It's not the old Orange Bowl. No, it? no, no. It wasn't. Was it? The, I don't know. If it was old. Yeah, I think it was. No, no, no. It's not the old Orange Bowl. Okay. All right. I love stadiums. That's why I ask. I love the stadium. Yeah. No, I, I, I was there because my family lived in in Florida. Yeah. So I live in Florida. I lived at the time as well in Florida. Oh, so it is. Um, Hard Rock it's Stadium. Hard Rock, yeah, Hard Rock, Hard Rock Stadium. Rock stadium. Yeah. Okay. So now Hard Rock Stadium. Then, yeah. Okay, so, so that's what it is. So it's old Jack Robbie Stadium. Yeah. So the Dolphins and yeah. uh, uh, the Hurricanes. Right. Yeah, the whole that stadium looks completely different now since they've they've revamped. Oh, they revamped it, right? I mean, it, it was okay. I I mean, I think it was better than Orlando when to see a Flair's last match, you know. Right. Um, but the whole the, the group they really pushed WrestleMania week, you know, which was held the whole week, and now it's still a celebration. Kind of was cut back a little bit due to the pandemic the last couple of years, but I'm yeah. hoping, I'm anticipating because they're going to expect this 29 event. Or a 39 event to be huge, 39. you know. Yeah. yeah, if the rocks can be involved, yeah, with, with this again, once again. Um, so they had a full week of events taking place. So the, really pushing the Cena rock, you know, the rock returning to the square, squared circle. So uh, we discussed the rock and Cena. So we don't have to talk about that too much. We'll talk about maybe some components around it. Uh, we the end of the era, uh, end of an era match between the Undertaker and Triple H. What was your thoughts on that once again for us, Mike? Uh, it was good. It was a good match. Um, you know, finally, I guess, closing the book on Undertaker and Triple H wrestling ever again. Uh, you know, Triple H is a different kind of wrestler than the Undertaker is. You know, Undertaker, I would say, is like a kind of like a high flower, flyer, kind of not. but Flower? Flower. Flower. He's a high flyer. Uh, and uh, Triple H is that more of like just, you know, gutted out on, on the mat, so. It was sure. fun to watch. I always enjoyed you know those guys. So let's because, get into the rest. Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say because those guys, those two guys, are the ones that I really watched all those years together. You and me. So mm-hmm. no, I, 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 that's why it was end of an era in a way. Yeah. Um, and it, it was the better of the two. I think better than the previous match. I, like I said before, I think WrestleMania 17 was the best of the three between yeah. the two. Uh, for from that you know spectacular spectacular event. So uh. The pre-show, let's start with the pre-show, your famous pre-show, right? Yes. It was Primo and Epico. So these are the, the cousins of Carlito. Remember Carlito with the apple? Uh-huh. So when Carlito left, Primo and Epico teamed up together, and they wound up becoming Los Matadores, which were matadors, <laughs> which we'll get into with a little midget, little person, bull. That's funny. Them. Yeah. So enjoy those characters. Yeah. They're with Rosa Mendez. I'm not sure we'll talk too much about Rosa Mendez in detail. We'll go over maybe when we see her occasionally. Uh, they defeated Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd. And the Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso, Uso. making their WrestleMania, who's now the biggest group in WWE, the Bloodline with Roman Reigns. Right. Wow. Jimmy and Jay Uso making their WrestleMania for appearance here. And now they're, they're one of the top stars in WWE now with Roman For Reigns. Sure. Oh, that they're top because of Roman they, Reigns, really. Yeah, right? well, they're also great too. Are Sons they? of Rikishi, okay. you know, right. Rikishi's their father, yeah. and now they broke the, the record for the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history. They broke oh, that wow. out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah, Primo Epico defeated uh, in the, in the three way match, triple triple threat tag team match for the WWE Tag Team Championship. Uh, so the Usos losing in the pre-match effort. So we get to the to to the pay-per-view. So this is one I want to discuss because yeah. 
we'll, we're going to talk about two wrestlers who would set the groundwork for WWE going forward. And now who are both, well, I'm not sure about the other one of them, but if we'll come <laughs> back, but the other both, both were in AEW. Right. So the first match to kick off the show was Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan. Have you right. heard of Daniel Bryan? Yes, I have. If you're a sports fan, you've heard the yes chance. Right. The yes chance come from Daniel Bryan. We'll oh, have wow. a whole separate episode on Daniel Bryan. Okay. So the story behind this, Mike, is that Vince McMahon told, because I, I forgot who it was. I'll, I'll, I'll get my notes back for the Daniel Bryan episode. Real name, Bryan Danielson. I used to announce him on the independent scene from Ring of Honor. Right. They want to own names, of course, right? So yeah. instead of being Brian Danielson, he was Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Flip the names around. So <laughs> right. this joke would last it's, for, 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 for years. Yes. Genius. Your new WWE name, Wharton Mike, you know, or, you know, <laughs> yeah, Beckerman Show. Or, or it's be Mike Wharton, something like that, you know, where you can't, you know. <laughs> so, or, be, or they use my middle name, Lance Beck, or, you know, something like that. They want to twist it around to own it. Lance, Lance Sean Beck. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, Vince McMahon directed after a world title win, Daniel Bryan would defeat Mark Henry to become WWE champion or wow. world heavyweight champion. It's, so yeah, I can't believe he was world heavyweight. Ben said, "When you win it, oh yeah, we'll talk about Daniel Bryan winning WrestleMania 30, to, oh, beating wow. Triple H, Batista, and Randy Orton to become the undisputed champion." What really? Yes, yes. The yes wow, movement was huge. Big... Big push for him. Wow. It was huge. He was going into the WWE Network era as the guy. Really? So we'll what talk happened? about Daniel Bryan. Or, uh, uh, he, he, yeah, he has concussion issues, and which prevented uh, him from, from... Then he came back after years of not wrestling. Yeah. You know, uh, became champion again. So we'll talk about Daniel So Bryan's we'll have to career. do an episode so, about him. Then. Yeah. Vince told him to just, when you get the championship, just yell, yes, yes. There was a UFC fighter. They just yell, yes, yes. So then Daniel Bryan, all he did was say, yes. Yes, yes, like right. nonstop, you know, non put his fingers in the air. And he right. wanted to catching on, and he went becoming the biggest fan favorite in WWE history with the yes movement. So oh, people wow. say that this match was the beginning of the yes movement because people felt like Daniel Bryan was being held down because he was one of the best workers of all time, yeah. trained by William Regal. Oh, you know? wow. So the American Dragon, he was known on the independent scene. And the big match here was Sheamus. Uh, or the World Heavyweight Championship, Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus. Wow. What a, what so, a, wow. For the WWF Championship? The World Heavyweight Championship. World, so this okay, was, World yeah, not the WWE okay. Championship. That, that right. That's a separate match, which we'll get into with gotcha. your boy. So Daniel Bryan, <laughs> picture this. So everyone was thinking they're going to have a great match. Sheamus was thought to be Triple H's boy at the time. You know, Triple, right. Triple H loved Sheamus. They were, they were workout buddies at a certain point. So Sheamus, Daniel Bryan, one-on-one -on -one for the World Heavyweight Championship. And this was so shocking that people really think this spearheaded the Yes Movements. We're going to play this right now, courtesy of WWE on YouTube. I want to hear your reaction here to this match. Get ready. And accompanied by Daniel Bryan is AJ Lee, who would become CM Punk's wife. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll talk about her, too. You said you were here, huh? Yes. So that's AJ Lee. We'll talk about her. She played a crazy psycho character. All right, so this is this before the stadium was redone, too. Yes. So get ready. Oh. What? And it's over. 
What? That quick? Yes. Does he blame her? No. The, so. What happened? Well, what? We'll talk about it. You know. People are like, wow, like they can't believe it. And a lot of fans were annoyed. They, you're screwing this guy who's a great worker. So it yeah. started to build the underdog of Daniel Bryan. And Sheamus and Daniel Bryan would have a rematch at WrestleMania in the future, which we'll discuss. Wow. So I didn't think of this coming out of this, uh, this show. Yeah. I think you're going to want to know about Daniel Bryan as well. I do want to know about Daniel Bryan now. That is a kick to the face ends it. That's it. That quick. Just like that. And people think this really set the Yes Movement, the start of the Yes Movement. Yeah. Like... Like was that the first the first uh, match at all? First match on the pay per view. Yeah, that was the first, first match, match of the pay per view. Oh first my match. goodness! So I'm gonna play a clip right here, uh, courtesy of Cultaholic Wrestling, that Sheamus discusses that match against Daniel oh, Bryan. Cool. All right, cool. Uh, you're also part of one of the, I guess, one of the more divisive WrestleMania moments in recent times. The uh, the lightning fast victory over Daniel Bryan mm. uh, WrestleMania 28, I believe. What you were surprised how fast that was, right? I was very surprised. Was I can't believe it was that long, <laughs> that fast. We're on first, walked out. He kissed first AJ, one, two. broke his head off. One, two, three. I was world heavyweight champion. Yeah, I guess. It was that fast, man. It was that fast. And... You know, it was part of me at the time, like, felt like, man, we could have had an amazing WrestleMania match. A lot of me, too. And we created that moment, obviously, but, you know, we could have gone out there and, and had an amazing match. But it, I always talk about the positives of things. Obviously, the positive for me is I became World Heavyweight Champion, one of the quickest ever. But we went into three, two out of three falls match the following month, and we, we tore it down in Chicago. It was incredible. And we stole the show that night. Mm. Uh, and it was just just a phenomenal match one of my favorite of all time so huh. everything is a story you know some stories begin at wrestlemania some stories be finished at wrestlemania so <laughs> our story was it was catapulted by wrestlemania like we had all these we had these stories and these segments and smackdown and raw uh, before wrestlemania to try and build it up and it was it was all right you know what i mean it wasn't really catching fire the mania thing just just lit a massive fire underneath it, and then we went on to uh, to extreme rules, and uh, we were like we were the match everyone wanted to see, and we didn't disappoint. Um, also, just good some build up probably. as well. I want to get on, on a more recent yeah. WrestleMania memory, one featuring uh, some legends, basically. Uh, so Stone we'll end it there. Yeah. So, but I think that that was good to, to, to discuss really his insight on that match, and it really laid the groundwork for Daniel Bryan's rise to, to superstardom. So we'll discuss that more in future Daniel Bryan episodes and future yeah. WrestleManias. I, so, I have one question though, before you move yeah. on, like why would anybody um, like agree to like a match so quickly? In, well, in, Vince in, tells you what to do. You do like, it. Why would Vince want to do that though? Well, like, so think he... this, you, you're getting paid, you're wrestling a minute and you're getting paid yeah. if you work 30. Doesn't matter, you know, wild. but you look at that, that way, wild. you know, yeah. Um, but in a way, it made his career, you know, and yeah. think of it this way, Mike. Daniel Bryan, this happened to him at WrestleMania 28. Right. In two WrestleManias, he would headline and win the undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Daniel Bryan. Yes. Wow. Well, two WrestleManias So, later. yeah, we need to do a match. We have to do a yeah. show on him now. Okay. From 28 right. for, to 30, the, the rise of Daniel Bryan. That should be a whole episode in itself. Right. Of, from this point 
to WrestleMania 30, the rise of Daniel Bryan. So we okay. could discuss that on the culmination of WrestleMania 30. Okay. Uh, next matchup, Kane against Randy Orton, in which Kane defeated Randy Orton in a singles match. Nothing too much, too notable. Gained these two top stars, won a Hall of Famer, won a future Hall of Famer on the card. The next matchup was the big show defeating Cody Rhodes for the Intercontinental Championship. The oh, wow. future American Nightmare. Right. Uh, the, what's most notable around this time frame was Cody Rhodes became Intercontinental Champion. You remember the old, the, the, the rebranded title, the purple strap that they used during the Attitude Era. Cody Rhodes brought back the brand new Intercontinental title in which brand new, but took it back to the old style. Uh, do you recall the the old Intercontinental, the Attitude Era Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship, Mike? Uh, yeah, I think I do. It was more of a, I think, I'm trying to remember if Hardcore Holly had it. I think I vaguely remember it. Yeah, so let me see if I can get a picture up um, so you can see. So this was... He looks so different with uh, with dark hair, Cody right? Rhodes. Oh, like, yeah. It's, he almost looks, looks like, like his dad, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does a lot, a lot more. So we'll take a look here. I'm pulling up for Mike. For those of you that, you know, of course you can't see this. Eventually you will if you're joining us live as we're watching this. Um, it initially had a purple strap, as you see. We're looking right here, Mike. Yeah. Uh, then it went from the old look, the my favorite look of the championship, to more of an oval look. And this was the attitude right. era. You know, it was. That's what I uh, remember, yeah. Yeah, from, I think from 98 to 2011. Okay. And this one in 2011 when Cody introduced the the brand new intercontinental championship uh which resembled very much so the old one with a little twist to it so twist. this is okay. a quick this is an exclusive from wb.com you see right there he brought oh, back yeah, that white, white strap i like that that's cool yeah everybody this was my favorite style i'll tell you what changed a little bit this is when cody rhodes had the, the mask on his face because he nose. said he was hideous he broke his nose because he was handsome or, or um, <laughs> the uh uh smoke and mirrors was his theme you know he was okay. dashing cody rhodes gotcha, yeah. but his nose was broken and he thought he was hideous so he wore a mask but it was a clear mask you still see him through it but to him you can't see him that was the gimmick so really the spirit of Dusty Rhodes, old school. He wanted to bring back the old prestige of the yeah. Intercontinental title. So the little difference is than the one Razor Ramon had, Ricky Steamboat, Macho Man. They gave it like you see the little flair to it, like at the Ric Flair WCW belt. Yeah, like the little, little like beveled. Yeah. It's like beveled. Yes, exactly. That would last very briefly as they go back, they get rid of the bevel and go back to the old look. To me, I love this look. I think that is kind of cool. A mixture of the World Heavyweight Championship, WSW Championship, and the Intercontinental Championship. This is my favorite. But yeah, I like I'm, the Intercontinental sure. Championship itself, yeah. like the whole idea of I like the Intercontinental Championship. Well, Triple H now is really bringing it back to its prime, I'd say. Oh, good. As good. the title on SmackDown to win, because Roman's over both brands right now, in a way you could say. Right. So. That was my favorite, I'd say, is is that Intercontinental title, because it, it it was a mixture, old right. and new, making it modern. But I'm not sure if it was for toy purposes, but they flattened out, they got rid of the bevel, and just went back to the old gold plated look, right? Flat plated look. As I like uh, it, I like the I like the bevel to the white. It's kind of classy. Yeah. So uh, that was that match. Big Show became Intercontinental Champion. The next matchup was Kelly Kelly and Maria Menounos. Uh, Maria Menounos. Why does that yes. sound familiar? She's you've seen her on uh, 
She has a podcast network, Marina New Nunes. And you'd see her on WWE now to this day. She would occasionally would um, oh yeah oh yeah do some announcing you know you're like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. now i know who that is so marie Menounos and kelly kelly defeated they, they beth wrestle? phoenix they wrestle yes yes defeated beth phoenix and eve torres do you beth have phoenix. a do you have that match here are we gonna watch a little oh, bit of that wants match? to see this huh i i, I like to see I this match they, i'm very it in, was, uh, I'm intri- intrigued that that she wrestles on your ticket yeah i'm sure pal so we actually have the full match, but we're not going to play the full match for you. I don't want that's ten minutes. I don't want uh, of my life. I don't want to get back. We'll play a little that's bit of entrance. Intros. Let's just see a little intro. A little, yeah, so play, play a courtesy little bit, uh... of WWE on YouTube, we're playing full match. Kelly Kelly and Maria Menounos versus Beth Phoenix and Eve Torres. We're not watching the full match, folks. Sorry. Beth Phoenix. I've yes, that's who's her. married to Edge. Oh, okay. She's a Hall of Famer. We'll talk about Beth Phoenix more too because she is she was ahead of her time. She made, oh. and her and Natty Neihart made women's wrestling legitimate at this time for WWE. She oh, was the cause... Divas champion. That's before we brought back the women's title. It was the Divas title. Oh, okay. It was Divas women's title. title on Raw, Divas title on SmackDown, and they decided to merge it together and just make the Divas title. Huh. And there's Maria Menounos. And Kelly Kelly was featured on the first ECW episode on the WWE ECW. Okay. On... Uh, on the sci-fi network right yes yes where she played a stripper you know a stripper gimmick and she could dance with her life right. and she was like 19 when she debuted with them wow so is she still and wrestling with them now or no no she she shows up for raw rumbles occasionally right um she I think she married some i think a hockey player she was on the real housewives one of those shows Oh, really okay so you see maria menounos all right i've seen enough that's uh is she a good wrestler? Is she a good wrestler at all? See, no? you see Beth Phoenix right here. We're going to 8, 30 minutes, 30 seconds in. Beth Phoenix was a powerhouse. Yeah. You know, and Beth Phoenix would come back for a little bit. She'd be the youngest yeah. person inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Um, and she teamed up with Edge uh, in the, uh, against The Miz and Maurice. Uh, oh, really? How about that? A year or two ago. Uh, and what was yeah. the point? What's the point of, like, so, so Maria Burritos is still on? WWE like there's a commentator. So she'll she'll help out with maybe around Hall of Fame time, around WrestleMania time. You'll see her as like a oh, standing okay. guest commentator. Gotcha, gotcha. Sounds like you're in an airport. All of a sudden, here, Mike. Uh, <laughs> it's a different uh, you know Wind location tunnel. now. It's a different location now. Wind let me, tunnel. Let me... Next up was the match we watched the the watch along. If you haven't seen it yet, go back in the archives. It was. The end of an era match, Undertaker versus Triple H, Hell in a Cell, which we watched Undertaker defeat Triple H to continue on with a streak. Next up was Team Johnny versus Team Teddy, Raw versus SmackDown. This is a way, I think, to get a bunch of superstars together on one team together to, to battle each other. So this was Raw versus SmackDown. Team Johnny was, was Johnny Ace representing Monday Night Raw, who was in reality the head of talent relations in which CM Punk would make a character by mentioning him. Usually you'll mention the guy behind the scenes. JR used to have that role in the Attitude Era. Then Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis, who's married to the Bella Twins' mom now, but she was, uh, uh, he Johnny Ace was a professional wrestler in WCW, you know, with the, with the surfboard. Um, uh, or I'm sorry, the uh, not the surfboard, the, um, the skateboard, the flying out dynamic dudes. So, CM Punk mentioned him on TV, making him a character now, because you never meant this part of CM Punk, which we'll talk about in his episode, his lore was mentioning the real reality of wrestling behind the scenes, making it seem real. 
So, why was why was that his why was that his like why did he like doing that? Because he was point? the voice of the voiceless. Everyone, all whatever the fans are thinking, you have to meet yourself. It's okay. He's really like in the wind tunnel you got. It's, so, well, we just got silent, so everyone hear that. Everyone hear the. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> you were saying something. You stopped. It's it's because I'm down in the basement now, so you it's hear a, like the whole thing going on now. So. Uh, it was the voice of the voiceless to where he would speak what's on the mind of the fan. CM Punk did. Yes. So everyone knew the smart fan knew John Laurinaitis was backstage head of talent relations. And people thought that's why Triple H was still a star or, you know, people like CM Punk or Daniel Bryan weren't getting opportunities. So CM Punk right. mentioned it, right. you know, um, and it became a character on television. So we're going to play some highlights of this match very briefly. So in this match, it was Team Johnny, which was David Otunga, who had mar- married Jennifer Lawrence, marry and divorce Jennifer really? Lawrence. Wow. Dolph Ziggler, who's still around in WWE to this day. Drew McIntyre, who's a big-time star now in WWE. Right. Uh, Jack Swagger, who's Jake Hager in AEW. Mark Henry and The Miz, your boy The Miz. The Miz went from main event of WrestleMania to right. now just thrown Amazing. into this. Just thrown this, this like, yes. this, 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 like, modge podge of wrestling. Yes. At ringside, too, on that side will be Vicky Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero's wife, you know, who will play a bigger part in the show in the future. Right. Um, they defeated Team Teddy, uh, Team which Teddy. consists of Booker T, Kofi Kingston, the great colleague, R Truth, Santino Morella, and Zack Ryder. So the point of this match was just like filler. Like it was just supposed yeah, to fill getting time. It, getting like, people on the show. Rest, rest people in the back. You know, give the them the little... bellas. Yeah. So you see the Miz. He's in from main eventing. He's in this match. You know. So people think it was what a drop for the Miz. Right. Here, it is know? a drop for the Miz. But he's still around to this day. Was involved in a feud with, with, uh, with who? With Logan Paul. You know. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So. It wound you know, up. I'm, I'm a Team Miz Johnny fan. You have a Miz fan, you know. Yeah. Well, Team Johnny would win, and guys, huge. The story was Zack Ryder was getting really popular around this time. We'll talk about Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona now, uh, who really utilized social media to another level in professional wrestling, where he created right. his own YouTube show called Z True Long Island Story. Go actually watch an episode as a oh, watch really? along as well, so you can get a better idea of him. Yeah, where he wasn't getting pushed. And he made he just made on his own weekly shows on YouTube. This is before it was popular. Before it was a thing. right, yeah. So he did be, it on maybe his own. five minutes, ten minutes, yeah. Saying I'm trying to get over. It. He's showing himself trying to get over a a, a fence. You know, I'm trying to grab <laughs> the brass ring, and it's actual brass ring. You know, <laughs> right? Joking, you know? yeah. That's funny. Yeah, joking like he's not being used and and, and not popular. So they, that one up skyrocketing his popularity so much so that when The Rock and John Cena teamed up at Survivor Series. Before their matchup at WrestleMania, when the Rock when they won, the Rock was talking to the fans. The crowd, which was in New York, was chanting, "Let we want Ryder," chanting for really? Zack Ryder while the Rock was talking. Wow, that's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. So we'll talk about Zack Ryder's career, and he's reinventing himself now since he got fired after the, right when the pandemic hit. Yeah. He's reinventing himself as Matt Cardona, his actual name. You know, oh. and, and, and so much so, he's, I think, bigger than when he left WWE. Wow. So that was th- that 12-man tag team match. Next up, to me, this is the main event of the show, all right, because we discussed the other two main events. This is yeah. the so-called third main event that was featured, and that's for the WWE Championship. CM Punk, the champion, taking on 
Chris Jericho. Yes, let's go. I know you're excited for this. You're waiting to see some CM Punk. This is yeah. your first intro to CM Punk. So to yes. lay the groundwork well, for this match. Wrestling, wrestling. I've seen CM Punk yes. on yes. on the uh, ultimate, I guess it was like the ultimate beast uh, with, yes. with Tiki yeah, Barber. Beastmasters. Beast Beastmasters with yes. Tiki Barber. That's about it. Yeah. And I don't know if you'll ever see CM Punk again. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> He's having some well, problems. What a career, man. So we're going to, courtesy of WWE on YouTube, we're going to watch the build up to this match so you can get get a better idea we'll get to talk over it cm punk and chris jericho will compete for the wwe championship we're gonna play it in three two one yeah, wwe has 92 million subscribers and growing should be over yeah. 100 million come wrestlemania mr beast just hit 100 million subscribers at least one person let alone this uh, a huge company yeah. that's been around for, yeah. for 60 years so yeah all right, this is your intro to CM Punk. He's straight yes. edge, no drugs, no drinking. He's straight edge. Right. Prove to everybody in the world that I am the best on this microphone in that ring. Nobody can touch That's me. the pipe bomb that he's known for. The pipe bomb. The pipe bomb was his move. Yes. No, that's the, the one of the greatest infamous promos of all time. Really? That's what he mentioned. Stephanie and Triple H is an actual couple. Oh, really? Now, this right here, this was the return of Chris Jericho. When he left again, to go to Hollywood to, to announce. Hollywood Chris Jericho? Yeah, to do some more outside opportunities. So he had the dark return. This was the countdown to the return. Old school. Yes. This is when the light-up jacket was popular now with Jericho. He'd wear a light-up jacket. Oh, yeah. We might have to do an episode of, of Jericho after I left. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. He's multiple episodes of his career. Yeah. We'll cover that, I think, starting early 2023. Because that's short hair, Chris Jericho. So this was after the, the suit and tie. Right. Once and for all, I've already exposed the deep, dirty secrets about your dysfunctional family. So what's popular was the light-up jacket. That was the huge thing with him. Alcohol is in your blood, punk. And your sister? Well, she's got problems. So the whole storyline of this match was saying that right. CM Punk has alcoholism in his family. Right. And Jericho wants to get out of him to make him not to break that straight edge right. lifestyle. That makes you the legal definition of a bastard. And CM Punk said that he didn't want to. We'll, we'll, we'll have some comments about Joker about this match. Yeah. We're done talking about it. I don't think he liked the way the direction was going. Jericho did it? Yeah. It was an infamous incident to where he smashed, uh, quote unquote, you know, alcohol, a bottle of alcohol over CM Punk. It was staged. Yeah. Jericho slipped on the, the liquid as he was trying to beat him up. legends, but you were never really the man like how I'm the man. Were you? CM Punk well, would you break records one right. of the longest reigning WWE champions who surpassed almost Hulk Hogan, not Bruno San Martino, but right. Roman Reigns now beat surpassed CM Punk. But before before Roman did, CM Punk was up there. Wow. Over a year. That's wild. I can't go over that. And we will see he would lose it to The Rock, which we'll cover when we discuss WrestleMania 29. CM Punk loses it to The Rock? Yeah. Oh, wow. CM Punk and The Rock wrestle? We'll watch that. Wow. Yes. At the wow. Royal Rumble. Wow. Yes. Me and you, best in the world for 
Because CM Punk would call himself the best in the world. And Jericho would say I'm the best in the world at what I do. <laughs> so this is battle for best in the world. Wow. What's the pipe bomb thing? What is that? What is he talking about? We'll discuss in the CM Punk episode. When okay. <laughs> this is what built him up and to the infamous match at Money in the Bank against okay. John Cena. CM Punk's contract was ending. Yeah. He wasn't going to renew yet. Uh, and we're, he didn't renew to like the day of the match. Oh wow! So CM Punk said, "I'm going to take I'm going to take the WWE Championship. I'm going to bring it to Ring of Honor. I'm going to leave that side." So it was in Chicago. One of the loudest reactions ever. We'll do a watch along of that match. Okay. Excellent match. So look forward to. Yes. So this is when it really ramps up. You see the different characters. You're kind of getting out of the Attitude Era now into the newest era. Not the you know a newer era. The post attitude era, you know, the the they had the ruthless aggression era with Cena building up, and into now what will be leading into the network era, what they call it when the WWE network was created after WrestleMania okay, 30. So, right. but CM Punk was was a huge component, was a huge part of the company at this point. So, Cena building up to their match at Money in the Bank, CM Punk sat down, cross-legged, you know, former Indian style, you know, crisscross applesauce, right, sit on the stage and just rip into Cena, rip into the company. And that's what's called the infamous pipe bomb. We'll play that in its entirety. Oh, so he just he just went off. He went crazy. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Just. And wow. they cut the microphone towards the end to make it seem real. Like you know he was being cut off from what he was saying, and that just got him so much popularity and and, and respect from the fans. Right. It led to their match at WrestleMania. Uh, um, sorry. Yeah, at Money in the Bank, in which right. CM Punk would win, and then just reinvent his career even further. And bring back his cult of personality theme, which he used before WWE, and he uses now to this day. So we'll discuss right. more about that. So this was after this took place. So we had all that momentum going with him. As you know, we 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 enter uh, 2000 and and 13. You know, with, with Jericho Punk. Right. So I'm sorry, 2012 not 2013. So your thoughts, Mike, on what did you think who CM Punk was? Well, I really, I, I didn't know. Yeah, you know, I knew he, you know, but I did. I knew he was a wrestler at some point, but I never saw him wrestle. And I just watched him on like the Ultimate Beast Masters with Tiki Barber, mm-hmm. and that he was just, you know, kind of like a goofy guy. Like he, I wasn't really like, never knew he was world champion for like the longest ever until Roman Reigns, like. Not even I no clue he did it was like well, that that's who he was. Yeah, uh, no, I get no it. you know, nothing. So like, you know it was it's I'm I'm a little I'm, sh- I'm, I'm shocked. I mean I've never seen like I said, I've never seen him wrestle. Yeah, so we're gonna show you a little glimpse. Because we'll I think it's good for your first match, maybe of seeing punks, maybe it's to watch him versus Cena. You know, we'll show clips yeah. of him, but I think that's really uh, a full match to watch of his that really made an yeah. impact in his career. Like he was a huge Ring of Honor star. Yeah. You know, so like where like where he, like I like where he came from like how how did he go from where did he come from to he was become signed to ECW, world Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman Paul Heyman was the one that brought him in you know yeah, that guy is uh, a genius at finding right? people right so Jeez. Paul Heyman wanted the whole ECW brand to be built around CM Punk really but Vince did not see it the same way you think Triple H is gonna ask ask 
Paul Heyman for more like information like that? Uh, maybe. I think he's open to everybody, you know, yeah. to, to give him ideas. That's why supposedly now William Regal's going to leave AEW and come back to WWE because he was because Triple H's Triple guy. H. Yeah. Wow, that'd be awesome. I love yeah. William Regal. So they kind of rid, wrote him out of the storyline in AEW uh, the, this past week. Oh, so, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Talk is he could be coming back to WWE soon. You know, Any minute. Wow. Yeah. So what happened? We're not, we're not gonna play this match in its entirety, like I said, but it was a, yeah. it was a, uh, a, a a fueled match based upon the anger Punk has against Jericho. So wound up that CM Punk would defeat Jericho by submission to retain the WWE Championship to extend his streak on, which would lead eventually to his match with The Rock. You right. know, almost a year from now, you know, almost you know, oh. at, at the Royal Rumble. So this had its ups and downs, and I'm gonna play a clip of Talk is Jericho uh, when he discussed the match against CM Punk at WrestleMania 28. Yeah, I, was, I saw Most that. Most of the WrestleMania's you're involved in, you've got a top-level match. So, you know, you do WrestleMania This is courtesy of Inside the Ropes interview they held match. with Chris Jericho. That was held on Talk is Jericho. 28 with CM Punk because the year building up to, obviously, they'd said it's going to be Rock and Cena in the main event. That was guaranteed. There was no change in it. And Punk's always said that he was really frustrated that no matter what he did, he was never going to get the main event match. But they, they did bring you back and gave him this big world title match. What was the experience like for you coming back? You'd been away for a while and been put in this position with, you know, Punk, who's maybe not thrilled that he won't get to main event. Yeah, well, he always had a problem with that. And I even said to him, like, dude, like, once again, I was in the main event, but you had a match with Undertaker. I mean, that's a main event on any, any WrestleMania, you know? And he goes, you're on last... You can't tell me any differently. You don't know how I feel. You were in the main event. I was like, okay. So he was always had that. Yeah, in Jericho his head. and Punk did not. I don't think it was as bad well. as it was at this point. So when we were, and Jericho was pissed at Punk. Punk was, what we happened did to work quite a bit over the years. Right. Uh, we got along really well. We always had great matches, and I was the best in the world. And I left for a year or so, and he was the best in the world. So I said, well, this is great. We can do a best in the world versus best in the world match, right? So that's kind of what the idea was. And the original plan for the opening angle to get that rolling was I was going to tattoo CM Punk. What do you mean? I was going to do an angle where I knocked him out and handcuffed him to the ring ropes, take out a t it's... tattoo needle, and tattoo really? my initials that's onto his body. Crazy. Right? I would yeah. get a tattoo artist to show me how to do it and do like a CJ. Okay? And... I remember pitching that to Vince, and he was like, well, who cares? He's got so many tattoos. What difference does it make? I said, the difference is I'm tattooing him. Right. And he's like, well, so branding what? him. He's branding it's him. for a tattoo guy to get tattooed unwantedly. It doesn't matter if you have one tattoo or a thousand. It's something that, that Now, this storyline would probably happen at AEW because Tony Khan kind of gives Jericho free reign. embarrassing right. and very violating, right? So I agree with Jericho, though. He's got a so good we point. We had it all planned, and we were going to do it. And I think that we even had a tattoo artist there who was going to show me early in the day. And Vince then came to us and said, we're not doing the tattoo thing. It's like, why? Because tattoos bleed too much. Now, you guys have tattoos. Do they really, they don't really I don't bleed think so. that much? And especially a smaller one, it might bleed a little bit where the blood wells up. But it's not like you're you know, gigging and there's buckets of blood flowing yeah, out of no. this. That's so that they're so very anti-blood at this Vince's point. Head that didn't like the tattoo idea and just decided PG that product. You know, too much blood is yeah. going to get thrown off the air. So then Vince came and said, well, we're going to do this thing that Punk's, I understand Punk's dad is an alcoholic. Let's do an angle on that. You can yeah, bury his family best. and you can bury his dad from being an alcoholic. Yeah. And I was like, have you talked to Punk about this and asked him? He goes, no. 
he did talk to punk and punk went for it and that was kind of the angle of the thing i was trying to get him to you know to, to to waver from his straight edge ways and sending liquor baskets to his dressing room and then one day he drank it and i was like i gotcha and i had a sheriff to give him a a, a sobriety test where i just watched it back where he i don't know if you guys have ever been pulled over to even do that here one of the things they ask you to do if you're suspected of drunk driving is say the alphabet backwards I can't I say the alphabet backwards if I'm so cool sober. do it. Yeah. But I'm yeah. sober, I can't say the alphabet forwards. I still get G and H mixed up. Um, so <laughs> Punk did it. He went over it and did it backwards. And we had, there's a really kind of a pretty cool angle when you consider. There was a segment on Raw, um, a long segment. Where it stemmed from. So then we get to the match. And Punk and I had this idea where we would have this modern day Savage and Steamboat classic with two guys with similar styles and a good story. Right. And we told Vince that. And Vince said, no. I see it as a two-minute DQ. What? And we're really? both like, like two-minute DQ. I remember we were told that by the writers, and so we had to go have a meeting with him. He's like, "You have been burying his dad, burying his family, calling him an alcoholic, trying to get him drunk, trying to do all these dastardly things. If he goes in there and has a 25-minute wrestling match with you, that makes him look awful." And he did kind of have a point. If we would have known that, maybe we wouldn't have done the angle the way we did it. But then that's when we came up with the idea, okay, well, if Punk gets disqualified, then he loses the title. So at least there's a reason where he can beat the shit out of me, but he can't go too far because then he loses the title anyway. So that was kind of the story of the match. And once again, the match, I think, was pretty good. But to me, once again, was there something missing from it? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't so. really know if yeah. it really Sounds was like as it. good as we wanted it, it to be. It should have been the athletic side. It was, it was the best in the world. Again, yeah. You know, alcoholism. I remember thinking yeah, after, that, here's you know, another thing When you make it personal like that, it kind of yeah. takes it away. When you wrestle in a stadium. Yeah. Because not everybody wants to see up. like a, you know, the yeah. real yeah. life stuff. if you wrestle in an arena. It's kind of different from that Triple H, more sports. It's super loud because the sound bounces off the walls and the ceiling. Stuff that you don't think of as a fan. But when you're in a stadium, the 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 reactions are delayed so you'll do something and be thinking like why is there no one cheering and then you watch it back and it just sounds super loud but in the ring it's very frustrating because you're not getting that reaction you're not feeling the energy that you wish you could have i remember the edge match that i had was the same because the buildings are so big so that does affect your performance to an extent because you kind of psych yourself out like nobody cares why is nobody cheering does this suck and the, they are but it's just not coming to hit you in the ring like it would if it was in an arena so I right. like the punk match. I like the angle. I think we did a great job with it. I just don't know if it was as good as I wanted it to be or as I remember it. Uh, or maybe it's better than I remember it being. So he really doesn't so, even remember that match, basically. Yeah, cause, I mean, because... Because it wasn't what he wanted. It wasn't really no, it wasn't it, what he wanted. It wasn't too much. You know, it wasn't a, a, a huge... You know, it wasn't a, a great match. You know, I, yeah. I would, you would think best in the world... See the best wrestler would be you know? really yeah. one of the best matches yeah. in the yeah. world too. You know that, that would and be. I think people were. I think fun. people were disappointed overall with, with the match. They were expecting more. So yeah. that, that's the pay per view. The main event was Rock and, and Cena, like we saw. We we'll finish off with the Rock with the Rock winning, surprising John Cena. So it was a positive right. reception overall. Rock and Cena got good 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 praises as well as Undertaker, Triple H, and people hating the Daniel Bryan Sheamus match that started yeah, off. I'm feeling a little disappointed. Too. With Jericho, and this will be a theme too with Jericho, where people had high expectations. Great, right. uh, with, with Kevin up. Owens, great build up. The match just was flat. It's well, it's, well why though? Like, it's not like Chris Jericho is yeah. a terrible wrestler, is it? I know. Because... It's just, 
the way I guess the build up for the match, the way it's booked at WrestleMania, I guess that's one huh. of the reasons why I think Jericho, you know, left. You know, in the yeah, end, he's to go tired to AEW. of it. Yeah, so it. you know, we'll talk but about that more. I'm not to interrupt you, but it sounds yeah. like to me is that he had all of these ideas, and they weren't being they weren't being you know, considered. Yeah, you know, and so you said yeah. he gets free reign at AEW. Why would why wouldn't you want to take that up? Yeah, Why he, wouldn't he, you? he said it's like SNL where he has creative freedom to do what he wants in a way, yeah. you know, so why not? Granted, not everything he says is a hit, but, you know, he has does have that freedom. So what's your thoughts on this this event, Mike, overall? Uh, it looks, you know, I guess, you know, if the, the Seamus and Daniel Bryan episode, that, that's weird. Uh, but it looks like the Diva match was kind of fun. That 12-man thing was interesting. Yeah. But the last three with between CM Punk and Jericho and Triple H and uh, Undertaker, along with the last match between Cena and Rock. It's pretty, pretty hefty. Yeah, it was card. a solid show. It was pretty a solid hefty, show to be there solid. as well. Seeing the Rock yeah. wrestle again after all that time in a one-on-one match. We saw him team up with, with John Cena at, at the prior Survivor Series, but the first one-on-one match for the Rock, you know, and and uh, this match would end, and it, not like last year or the pre- previous year where they would schedule a year in advance. Right. No one knew if they would have a Rock Cena match too. Everyone was thinking that they would hope so, thinking that people thought Cena was going to win. But some right. say, how can the Rock lose in his hometown? Right. So you weren't sure until the Rock coming back till later in the year, leading up to him going after the WWE Championship against CM Punk, which we'll 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 get into. So that wraps up WrestleMania 28, Mike. Uh, now let's focus on in the coming weeks, this month into 2023. Uh, we'll get we all we'll have a Halloween themed show or shows where uh we'll we'll go over some best holiday moments some you may have seen in the past some you haven't seen cool yeah we'll go we'll do a show just talking about certain highlights where we could watch it and just talk over it um if you want we could focus on a holiday episode maybe a tribute to the troops where WWE went over to iraq uh, oh really they played played, played over there and they would do every year for a long time they still have the show but now it's done at Air Force or military bases, you know, in the U.S. as opposed to traveling to Afghanistan or Iraq. Right, so, yeah. so, yeah, that that's a possibility for us to watch one of those episodes. And then we'll move on with, with WrestleManias, you know, WrestleMania 29, Rock yeah. Cena 2. Uh, but I think leading up to that, maybe we could watch the CM Punk Rock Raw Rumble match, a watch along. So you That'd can see cool. CM Punk wrestle, you know, and it's in, in full against The Rock for the yeah, championship. Yeah, that'd be fun to see. I like to see that. Like I so, want to see everything CM Punk. And I really, yeah, yeah, I really want. If he's if he sure. says he's the best in the world, I really I want to see it. So that's on target. I think we'll watch uh, CM Punk Rock. We'll watch the Rock Cena two. We'll watch along. Then okay. we'll cover the rest of WrestleMania twenty nine, which Chris Jericho would wrestle Fandango, the right. ballroom dancer, <laughs> right? And the rise of Daniel Bryan. We'll continue to cover that as we get prepared for WrestleMania thirty. So between wow. that, holiday episodes, I think we're Sounds booked. Good. Got, a good, got a good slate coming up there, guy. Yes. All right, Mike. Thanks for joining me again. Thank Follow you. us socially and all socials at Still Wrestling on Twitter. Follow us used to watch wrestling podcast. Uh, used to watch wrestling podcast underscore on Instagram at MSW twenty six at Sean Beckerman for WrestleMania twenty eight. Mike, thanks for joining me. Until Thank next you. week. Oh ho ho! We're out of time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode with your friends.